All right. Hey, so another episode of Talking to Unicorns. I am back. And I want to say thank you, to, uh, a big thanks to Nika for taking over yesterday's podcast. You did a wonderful job. Truly appreciate it. I was, I'm like, okay, I can go and get, I can leave this in good hands. So truly appreciate it. Thank you, Nika. Today we have um, Joseph Lopez, who uh, is our guest today. Joseph, how are you doing? I'm doing really good, man. How about you? Good, man. I, 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 you know, I can't really complain. I think the weather has been beautiful. Uh, I think oh, we're yeah. going to stage two here soon. So like quarantine is slowly dissipating in my opinion. I, I, like, I don't know how I feel about yeah. it. It's kind of bittersweet, but I yeah. kind of miss going out like, you know, and, and, and socializing. I'm a social butterfly. So Oh, I feel it. No, same. I think there's a lot of excitement and there's a lot of worry, but I think uh, time will tell. We just got to be smart, be wise. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, I think uh, honestly, California has been pretty, do like pretty on spot with how they've been doing things. I know sometimes there's some, there's some folks who disagree, but hey, you yeah. can't please everybody, right? You cannot please everybody. There's always mm -hmm. going to be some sort of group that's going to be pissed off about your decisions. Well, so be it. But yeah. Here we are, Thursday, going into the weekend. I appreciate all of you guys hanging out with us here. And uh, like I said, we're going to go dive deep, dive deep and going to go ask some uh, Joey questions here. Um, Joey, take it off. Let us know a little bit about yourself. Uh, How did you get started and, and how has your road been? Yeah, I know. Great question. Thanks for asking. Uh, man, for me, I actually grew up in family business my whole life. My dad went from, he's an entrepreneur. Uh, he owned restaurants to his own like uh, uh, bug repellent company to then demolition hauling. And so from a young age, being a milkshake boy, having that kind of grind mentality, uh, took that to actually help build his company up uh, back in 2016. Uh, we started as three, three people, built it up to about 35 people, about 5 million ARR years, which was awesome. And then from there, you know, all my friends are like, you need to get into tech, you need to get into tech. Uh, jumped into a really cool GRC company, a garbage risk and compliance company. Uh, started out as an SDR, grinded really hard, and was able to actually get pulled into recruiting, uh, which was amazing. Loved it. Uh, and then now I'm kind of pushing back into sales again. But it's been, it's been awesome. I've, I've loved the whole journey. So, so looking back, so you were, you did recruiting. You did recruiting. And then, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. You know, and it seemed like you, you, like you said, you loved it and everything. And then you're just, you're, you're going to sales now. Yeah. So it was one of those things, you know, when COVID hit, it kind of, it turned the world on its head. And, and for me, you know, I, I had a lot of success in sales, but what was really cool, at least for me was I was bringing in just as many opportunities as I was bringing referrals into the company. Uh, the place where I worked for before they said, you know, what, we're pulling you over to recruiting. Uh, we need some help here. You seem to have a passion for it. And so I jumped in as a recruiting coordinator and then started moving in actually to be an SDR recruiter and actually built the team that I started to be a part of. Um, and then unfortunately, you know, what ended up happening was COVID hit. And, um, you know, the company had to make some hard decisions and, and a good amount of us had to lose our jobs, kind of something a lot of people are experiencing. Um, but because I've been in recruiting, I kind of used all the skills that I gained uh, to actually get back in, into a new company, which I'm at now. Um, and so I'm in this hybrid role. Um, but it's been fantastic and, and recruiting is an unbelievable job to have. I loved it. 
Definitely. And as you know, we're I've, uh, a good group here is aspiring to be recruiters here. I think everyone has that motivation and nice. to, you know, to, to be that link for someone in their dream job. Right. I think that's why mm-hmm. everyone is looking to, to get into recruiting. So your background comes from family business, right? You, oh, you're yeah. saying you're fam, fam. That's where you started. That's your core foundation. Mm-hmm. And then your friends was like, dude, you need to get into tech. Tell me about yeah. that. Like what, like th- you were like, okay, family business, tech, family business, tech. And trust yeah. me, I know, I know about family business, man. And, and family means a lot. So <laughs> oh, tell me yeah. how that goes. No, it's, so it's a great question. So my dad came here with American Dream. He came here from Mexico going, I want to make something for myself. I want to make something for my family. Uh, he had the entrepreneur background, built a couple companies. And, and, and what he's doing now, demolition hauling, he loves it. And I loved helping him. But me and him had a conversation one day. It was after a long day of work. And I looked at him. I said, Dad, you love this job, right? He's like, I love it. I said, this is your passion, right? He said, yes. I said, I love this job, but it's not my passion. I want to go out there and find what my passion is. The same journey that you went on, I need to go on my own. And for him, you know, he knew that he, he made the sacrifice coming to this country to follow his dreams. And he knew as hard as it was that he couldn't stop me from doing that. He didn't want to. And so I jumped into tech because I love people. Something before I got into, into sales as an SDR, I loved connecting people. If you had a problem, I wanted to find someone to help you. I wanted to find the solution. And uh, I was in recruiting when I was younger for acting and modeling, actually, believe it or not. And so um, I've always had a passion for that. And so, yeah, when, when they asked me, I was like, I'll give it a try and fell in love with it immediately. As soon as I got in, um, it was just, it was, I was hooked. And- and before you were a recruiter, you were a, a BDR? Is SDR. SDR. So yeah. BDR, SDR, same, same, yeah, you know, same business, yeah, yeah. yeah, business development sales, you know. And so tell me how, how that helped you mold or that helped you get into the tech world and, and, you know, help you in regards to getting your foundation started with tech. No, yeah, definitely. You know, for me, I had, I had joined some like SDR camps that had told, you know, kind of like this, I, I kind of trained me in. And for me, you know, when I went to be an SDR, I had to learn how to talk with people. I had to learn how to read people, you know, uh, understand outside of their job, there's things that are going on. And I didn't know how to adapt myself, how to word things in a way where I was comforting, but also kind of got the job done, got my initiative completed. And, and from there, you know, I, I translated over into recruiting because you're dealing with people. Your job is people. You're going to deal with people who are in a great mood and they're really excited and, and, and happy to be there. And you have some people who just lost their job and you're their first or hundredth interview and they've gotten rejections every time. And so you're really having to learn um, how to talk with people and how to kind of guide them on this journey uh, to change their life. For some people, getting that job changes their life. And, and so, you know, for me, yeah, I, I think it was just learning how to deal with people, which lucky for me, I had done my whole life uh, being in family business. Nice, nice. And, it, it, you, and you're right, you know, being able to empathize. I think that's, that's mm-hmm. a strong word right there. Having empathy for anyone who is, you know, putting their application because you really don't know what they're going through until you mm-hmm. talk to them. And then you yep. get like, you know, you, you exchange, you know, like, hey, like, tell me a little bit about yourself and they tell you what's going on. And then, you, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a human being able to empathize, I think it's huge because you understand, Definitely. but then you also have to understand that as your role, you need to find what's a good fit for it. You know? and, and so, and, and that's where it brings me like culture fit, you know, like what does culture mm-hmm. fit mean for you? 
Yeah, for me, you have to look at the team that you're building. Uh, what kind of management, what kind of people that they, they do well managing. And you have to go, okay, you know, some people go, hey, I want someone who can knock out, you know, this is for sales. I want someone who can just knock out that 100 calls, send those 20 emails. Some managers like that. You know, you have to know what kind of team you're building and who you're building it for. But then some people are more like, I need someone that's super strategic, all about the numbers. They may not make as many calls, but every call is a dagger. It's the right person. It's the right email. It's, it's customized. And so, you, you know, yeah, for me, I think it's, it's knowing how you build your team. It's huge. Definitely huge. Is, is that like, as, as what you said, you know, like you talk to your hiring manager, see what they're looking for, see what the right piece is looking for. And mm-hmm. then it is your job to find that piece, you know, like, okay, let's see if this piece can fit. You know what I yeah. mean? Cause at the end you're, you're, you're doing suggestions, right? Like I feel mm-hmm. this person would be the right fit. Now it's exactly. up to the hiring manager to say, hey, mm-hmm. I, yeah, let's see what he can do or, or whatnot, right? Yeah, and, and two, you have to kind of know the kind of team. You know, everybody, we're individuals, we have different kind of personalities, you know, and, and certain jobs require a certain kind of tenacity. There are some sales jobs that are, you know, super social, which is really great. And there are some where you just got to be hungry. You have to really go after it. And so you want to know what kind of piece you need for that team. Uh, to really make it successful. Cause if you have people that are completely different, that, you know, certain kind of character traits don't mix, it's kind of hard to be on the same mission, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. It totally makes sense. And, and I think we've all been witness of teams that just don't mesh well, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, yeah. and you can look at this in recruiting sense in every type of aspect in teams and mm-hmm. in, in professional teams, you know, they actually find players who, you know, will, uh, complement each other, you know, like, mm-hmm. let's say, for example, the Warriors, Curry, you know, you got Curry, yeah. and then you have Dr- Draymond Green, who's a loudmouth, but you could only have one loudmouth in that team. Only one. But, exactly. But he motivates them, right? He motivates them. So, yeah, you could, you could put that in every, in every aspect of life. Now, I want to go to this, like, you, you, you said COVID-19 put the world upside down. And, in in your situation, it put mm-hmm. you know you were you, you were laid off. It, it seems like, but mm-hmm. you got back on and you grinded and you got a job, like a month after. Yeah, it was it was probably yeah three weeks to a month after. Tell us um, a little bit about that. Like how? Yeah. What was, that, what was that motivation? Well, well, well. First off, I have to be honest. I had an amazing team at my last company. Um, the recruiter that was training me how to be an SDR recruiter. I built great relationships with them. And when I left, I left actually with a great open door. I didn't leave negative, like, how could you, you know, I left it open, you know, cause, cause like this situation, I was able to actually lean on them and, and get training, you know, have people look over my resume, you know, um, talk about, Hey, you know, what are some trends that you're seeing that are working? And, you know, I, I was just able to network. Um, and from there, you know, when you have a solid team around you, you also get a little bit of confidence. Uh, you believe in yourself. You're not in it alone. You know, I think anybody who who is going into COVID alone, you know, thinking they have to do it all by themselves, they're putting themselves at a huge disadvantage. There's people out there that want to help you, that are willing to check out your resume, willing to hear you, you know, tell me about yourself and be able to listen to you and go, ah, I don't like that. Why don't you say it this way? And and so for me, that's really what I did. I I really used the network that I had, talked to a lot of friends. I did some soul searching myself. Because I think a lot of people can lose a job and think there's something wrong with them, that they did something wrong. And that's actually not the case for 
the majority of people who are in this situation. It's just an unfortunate event. And so it's knowing your worth and being able to ground yourself and so that when you go into these interviews, you're confident um, and you're able to speak your truth. I think it's a big thing. And 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 that's very admirable and, and motivating for a lot of folks who, you know, who are in the position that, you know, that, that you were in that were laid off and, and are still trying to figure out like, okay, it, do I stay or do I, you know, do I go, do I do start doing something? It's like mm-hmm. life choices, right? Definitely. What I, what I noticed is that you went to a sales position. Do you want to, did you go want to go into back into sales or is it a, Oh, like a strategy of yours because you know that recruiting is probably not the hot hire right now and you need to angle <laughs> juicy yourself. question yeah juicy question so for me there's a few things one people have to understand is recruiting is not going away forever uh, it's not even fully gone there's a lot of companies that are still hiring like the company i joined um and so you know right now i think for me is i'm lucky enough to love both sales and recruiting because they're actually, you can, they're interchangeable. When you're in, in recruiting, you're selling a company. You're selling somebody a position. You're selling somebody a team. And so to see I'm either sales or recruiting, you know, it's, it's actually a flawed way of looking at it is they're one and the same. And, and so for me, really, I think one reason why I picked the company I picked is there's so much mobility. I can go and crush it and kill it as a sales rep right now. And then what's really great about the place I chose is I'm able to, in six months to a year from now, go, you know what? I want to get back into recruiting. And I'd have actually a pathway to do that. It's not a closed um, pathway like some companies could do. And so, yeah, I think for me, I'm filling it out. I'm in a new industry. I'm going from compliance uh, to advertisement. And so, um, yeah, I'm not really sure yet which way I'm going to go. Both are amazing options, though. And and both offer, like like you said, there is always it, it's not linear path right like you said and and also depending on the company you know if it's going to offer a linear path then maybe it's not something that you're looking for but if it's a very broad path like you know it they don't expect their sdrs to go into account executive you know or mm-hmm. you know sales manager positions mm-hmm. they let you decide hey if you want to go into recruitment there's an option if you want to go mm-hmm. into you know uh support there's option right there you know it's like so yeah. That's really great to have. And I feel like you are going the right way with this SDR position because I, in my opinion, SDR is a great foundation to have um, just getting into a company. Oh yeah, no, it is. It really helps build that foundation. And it really, you know, it pushes you to ask yourself, are you hungry? Do you want to put the work in? Do you want to put the time in? When you get into recruiting, you have to ask that same question. Am I hungry? Am I willing to, to put the time in, to learn the tools, to, to, to work with, some hiring managers that may not know what they want. And I have to find a way to guide them to the right candidate. I might have uh, a, a, you know, a culture that needs to be kind of changed. And so I want to help find the right pieces to add to a team to improve that culture. You know, and so it's really, it comes down to how much do you want it? How much you're going to put into it? You're going to grind, learn, be humble, ask questions. Um, to do that, you will be successful 100%. And, and what is, what is your motivation, Joey? Like right now, like what is, what is your hunger? What, what drives you to keep going? Great question. And so like I explained about my dad coming to this country, uh, actually 15 years old, he had people that lent a hand to him and guided him through his life and it changed my whole family. And so for me, when I think about it, I want to be that same person that can do that to somebody else that they reach out, they're like, hey, I, I, you know, I, I'm looking for a chance. 
and for me to be able to build that piece when it comes to recruiting. And into sales, there's people who go to work every day and they have a huge problem. They don't know where to go. I want to work at a company where I can actually make their day-to-day a little bit easier. They have enough to worry about, let alone their work. So I think for me, it's wanting to help people connect people with solutions um, and help make their life a little bit better if I can. Great, great answer. Great answer. It's just, it's not, it's not, you know, it's about those moments and times where you feel like you actually made a positive impact on someone's life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then what, what are you currently, are you doing anything in to like, you know, keep up with, you know, the times, you know, keeping uh, for the position that you're in? Are you listening to podcasts, reading books? What are you currently doing? Yeah, I actually have uh, two books I'm reading. Um, podcasts, I'm, I'm, I'm still in the middle of my main training here at the company I'm at. So there's, you know, all day I'm going through meetings, through trainings. So by the time I get out, you have to take that pause to kind of reset yourself. Uh, but yeah, I have some books and sales books. I, 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 when it comes to recruiting, I, I'm, I'm very deep into it. A lot of my friends are in recruiting. I'm always talking to them. Some of them hit me up with questions, you know, hey, I'm using this tool, greenhouse or lever. How do I do this? How to do that? So I'm, I'm constantly staying involved. Um, I think because there's so much knowledge, I would hate to lose it. Yeah, no, definitely. I, 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 and then whenever you have a chance, we will love like, you know, like go ahead, send me a link of what you're, what you're doing in regards to rec- recruiting. And I would definitely love to pass that down. Um, recruiting and sales are like what you said, interchangeable, you know, but they're both hard fields. We yeah. both know that, you know, what is the reason that folks just stop or quit both fields? Yeah, I think um, there's a few things. I think some can get, they can forget their why, why they do what they do. I think once you lose your why, I feel like nobody's going to continue to do something. There's no more motivation. I think for some, they, can, they cannot believe in themselves. They don't realize how great they are and that, that this thing they're doubting they can do. Um, you know, and, and others, you know, I, I've known even for myself, there's been times where I've been too afraid to ask, you know, Hey, I know I'm supposed to know this, this tool or know, or know this process, you know, can, can we go over it one more time? Just so I know I have it, that there's so much insecurity, uh, I can have in myself to, to want to ask those questions, but it's those questions. It's that extra effort that actually get you to that next level. So I, I think some, you know, they get kind of lost in their head and, and, and it is a hard job. And some don't realize until they get into it. Um, but it's something that everyone, I think everyone could grind and do well at. Yeah, no, it, it, it is a grind. And I, I, it's a very rewarding grind. You know, it can be Definitely. rewarding at the end. Uh, and like what you said, I mean, you can't be scared to ask questions. I think a lot mm-hmm. of folks either are scared or too prideful to ask questions because they're going into it. But like, you know, I can do this job, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I can do, you know, like, why do I need to ask questions? But don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, like you need to learn something new every single day. We talked about it in the podcast in the past, like being able to learn something new every day um, and asking and asking questions like uh, mentors, mentors in your life that, Huge. you know, you you have and, and you have taken their their teachings on with you and will like, you would like to share with, with you know, with folks. No, yeah, it's been huge. And what kind of gets me through this is actually having those mentors. I've had, you know, the people in my job that were training me. I had close friends that were constantly guiding me. Even when you build a team, there's everyone has down days. Everyone here is going to have a down day. But when you have a team that that you that believe in you and you believe in them, they don't let you stay in that down day or that down phase. They're able to kind of get you out of it, encourage you because you're supposed to encourage each other. 
Um, and, and I think for me, yeah, having those mentors, there's, there's, I have mentors for a lot of things, for work, for life. I'm newly married. I have, I have people who mentor me in my marriage. I think having that willingness just to learn, just to go, I don't know what I'm doing. I want to, I'm, I'm willing to learn and, and have that humility. I think goes a long way. People love learners in, in this industry. If you're willing to learn, people love it. If you think you know everything, it's hard and you're hard to teach, you know, you're only going to go so far with that mentality. And congratulations on the marriage. <laughs> I know it, yeah, that is a, that is a different full-time job that you're going to oh. learn on the job. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting humbled every day, but it's been amazing. <laughs> and, and just going back, you know, coachability, you know, being able to uh, be coached, I think it's, mm -hmm. it's truly important. And, and we go back to, you know, you know, people who are too proud to like understand that, hey, asking questions is okay. Being mm -hmm. able to adapt, being able to be coached, I be folks like yep. that, especially in this type of industry. Your managers mm -hmm. love to be able to be like you know uh, a source for of knowledge for the person. Definitely. Yeah, and um, what is and and I I want to ask what your typical day was like when you were a uh, when you were doing recruiting. What well, yeah. what did you do? Go ahead. You know, you, first day, you got to kind of ground yourself. You know, you get your coffee, you get some snacks. Um, everyone should you make sure you're doing that. But then a lot of it is really digging into your emails, really checking, you know, who has responded, you know, who, what meetings you need to set up. Um, a lot of times, you know, you're, you're, you're going to have a call, a recruiting call. You're going to want to find out, hey, look at their background. What kind of person am I talking to? Before I get on the phone, what are some good questions I could ask them to really try and get the best picture I can before I move them on? to the hiring manager or into a lead or, um, or a director, you know? And, and so a lot of that was doing that and then having phone calls, um, setting up meetings with teams. Um, there was a lot of that going on, just these, you know, on sites is what they call them when you go on site. Um, yeah. And I think one of the coolest, one of the coolest things I think I, I did at my last job was we would have these hiring events. You'd have 20, 30 people come out and you get to meet 30, you know, 30 plus people, and just to get to know their life, what they're looking for. And so um, that's kind of, it, it, it's really fun. I think every day was a grind, but you got to meet amazing people and um, you built an awesome team. No, it's, yeah, it's being able to meet a bunch of people, I think it's motivating too, you know, because meeting different folks from different backgrounds and, and understanding their background too. And it's, it's, it's pretty motivating. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting, oh, yeah. like hearing all that stuff. Um, and then going into, you know, your recruiting job and, 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 and your sales job, what do you believe is like a unique set of skills that has helped you be successful in, in those jobs? I think for me, I really fight hard to be extremely, extremely organized, uh, determined, and friendly. Friendly is a very interesting thing that some people at will friendly. You have to be able to remain cool and calm no matter what happens. Uh, whether in sales and the person you reach out to, hey, this is Joey from such and such. I catch you at about time. They may not respond well, but sometimes it's you being calm, collected, being professional, being really friendly can completely change somebody's mood. Uh, some people, when, when they're applying to work at your company, you're the first person they may talk to. You're, you're going to be that main relationship. And if you build one of trust, of kindness, of welcoming, it's going to really change someone's view of the company and, and, and potentially that job. 
and so I would say organization is huge, but the biggest one is, is how you treat people and the friendliness that you get, the love that you show. Exactly. And then going on that, on that question and then that answer in your position that you've had, how do you want to be remembered? I think for me, I want to be remembered as someone who truly cared and sacrificed for the people around them. Uh, you know, you know, it, it's easy to want to get ahead yourself, but I think the greatest relationships I've ever had and built both professionally and just in my outside life were people that I just sacrificed for. I really, I really tried. I really gave my, my time and energy to, I think that's what I'm going to be remembered for is, is being a great friend. Um, someone that really cared. I think that means the most to me than, than anything. And, and do you have a, a, a personal motto, like for you to like, you know, you think of at, when it comes to yourself? Um, you know, there's, there's, there, it's kind of funny. It's, it's like the golden rule. You treat others how you want to be treated. Uh, I think for me, it's trying to treat someone better than you want to be treated. I think it's for me. Um, yeah, I think the world needs a lot of love, needs a lot of people who truly care. Um, and that's really big in recruiting is if you really care about your company and about the team you build, you really care about the hiring managers, you care about um, how you represent the recruiters, you're going to really just love people. Um, you're going to give a, a helping hand to that recruiter, that recruiting coordinator that's having a hard time or that person that comes in who's interviewing and they felt like they blew it. You know, you can give them words of encouragement or give them some tips like, hey, you know, maybe next time this, you know, I, I think that goes a long, long way. Definitely. And you know, what talking to you, I get a sense of optimism, like you're a positive person, you're optimistic. I love it. Um, has there ever been a time that you just wanted to give up on, on, oh, on the job, on recruiting, sales, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, you know, um, in the part of when you give your heart, it, 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 you know, that's sometimes the biggest way to get hurt. There's times where you are really excited for a candidate. You, you really like them. You think they're a rock star. They're going to kill it. They're going to do amazing. And then you go through this whole long process and the last person to say yes says no. And then you have to have a conversation that goes, you know, you're, you weren't the right fit. Um, rooted for you, you know, but you weren't the right fit. And, um, so we're gonna have to stop this process. I think that can be hard. I think there's been some really great, you know, when you have those over and over again, I think there can be kind of like, man, this is hard, you know, cause it, there's people, they're really, some are really disappointed. You, your company was their number one choice. They were, they were waiting for that call to be a yes, you're hired and it's a no. And then for some of them, it's, I need to start all over. And so I think there's been times where that's happened back to back to back. And I've had to um, catch myself and go like, hey, you know, did I give my best effort? You know, did I spread positivity? Is that person leaving discouraged, but felt like they were treated well, they were respected, um, they were shown kindness. And, and that's kind of what helped me is, is I made sure to always do that, to always be that kind of person that gave that positivity the whole way. Definitely. And it just goes back to empathy, right? Being able to empathize with, with the person. Um, now, on those rejections where, you know, everyone said yes, 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 and it just, the last final yes come, needs to come from, you know, the, the hiring manager, whoever, you yeah. know, the director, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. say no. Are there times where you pushed back a little bit and you're, and you're like, maybe you need to re oh, yeah. rethink? And how did you go about that, bringing it up to someone, you know, who, is, who in a way might be your boss? 
Yeah, you know, I, I think for me, you know, there's been times, you know, you, you, when you, once everyone kind of gives their thing, you have a meeting afterwards, a debriefing. Uh, hey, you know, the, what do you think of this person? What do you think of that person? And there's been times where everyone's liked and the one person, the hiring manager, the director is like, no, you know, all right, well, why? They didn't send me a thank you email within a day. And it's like, that's why, you know, uh, their ability, you know, their, their skills, their hungerness, all that, all that didn't mean anything because they didn't send you the thank you email. And so there, there's been times where I've had to have a conversation like, hey, I, I think this person is awesome. I, I, I think the thank you email can be taught. They can be taught um, to send a thank you email. Some people, it's going to take a lot longer to teach certain skills that that person may already have. Sometimes they have it naturally. Um, and so I've had those conversations. And for me, obviously respectful, um, but I speak my truth. I'm honest. I explain why, but at the end of the day, they call the shots. And all I can do as, as a recruiter is put that person in the best position to succeed. Um, and I can fight for them, but at the end of the day, what is called is called. And then I have to move on. And, and you touched on, on thank you emails. And, and I'm an advocate for thank you emails. I like to send thank you emails within like 24 hours whenever mm-hmm. I have a chance. Um, what are thank you emails for those that don't know? And how can they impact your hire? Yeah. So a thank you email, usually it's, you know, within what you said, 24 hours after an interview, you think that, you know, the, the person interviewed, hey, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. X, Y, and Z. Looking forward to, to touching base and hearing next steps. Usually it's just a, a thank you for the time. And some people put something funny that was in the conversation, like, hey, you know, or, or a quick joke, kind of like an inside joke between them and the interviewer. Um, but there are some hiring managers that take that very, very serious, you know, rightly so. Um, you know, part of that is, can you, can, you know, if you're in sales and, and you connect with someone and they brush you off, are you able to kind of get back to them? Hey, you know, a, a quick follow up or a reconnect, um, in recruiting, some people are like, I'm, I'm more leaning onto this company. Are you willing to, to hit them up again uh, the next day? Hey, you know, appreciate our call. Let's connect again. Um, yeah, I, I think for me, I, I think thank you are very important, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't not hire someone who did who checked off everything else because they didn't do that that's me though that no i and and i agree i mean like some folks uh you know maybe may not be too familiar with a thank you email or sometimes Mm -hmm. you know they just didn't were able to get the email address Mm -hmm. of the said person Um, yeah yeah yeah, how far would you go like who would you because nowadays it's not just one interview that you have right it's like multiple interviews it's a panel it's like uh you know you just interview with almost it seems like one person from every department how how (laughs) far would you go that the thank you email would you think the the last person which would probably be the hiring manager or would you go above and beyond and, and and try to send at least a thank you note on linkedin if you can no, yeah, I think if you, so thank you. Yeah, you should, if you, if you don't get their email, some people don't give it out, you know, they'll go, Hey, you can send it to me and I'll forward it on for, they have their reasons, but I think it is very courteous to, to send a thank you for the time, you know, cause they are spending 30 minutes out of their day meeting with you. They're busy, you know? Um, and so it is a kind gesture to do, um, through LinkedIn, I think is great. Um, it's even, Hey, you know, I wasn't able to get your email, but I really wanted to say thank you for your time. I really enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, looking forward to connecting again, something short, even sweet like that, I think is great. 
um, it's a good gesture. Um, but I think for, yeah, for me, when it comes to, they make that slight mistake, but everything else is awesome. You can teach them that. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. And for someone who is trying to get into the recruiting world, Joey, mm -hmm. what is your advice for, for folks now or for folks in the future trying to get into the recruiting world? Yeah. I mean, uh, one is, is I would say if you don't like people, learn to like people, you're going to be, your job is to be dealing with people. I think that is a huge one. Um, and two, I think I would, I would tell them to prioritize their distractions. It can be easy to, cause, cause you're going to be working. It's a great rewarding job, but you're working. You're, you know, there's not a lot of just sitting around doing nothing. You're, you're working. Um, and so really having a set schedule, be organized, learn how to be organized. Um, because I think organization and your determination is really what's going to help you succeed well in your job. And then the love and empathy is what's going to help you thrive in your job. Um, so those would kind of be some things I'd share and learn your company, the company you interview with, know what they do, know what their goals are. And if you can regurgitate that to them, it speaks volumes. And then, and, and then that goes to networking, right? Do, do you want to be able to hit up as many employees from that company beforehand and pick their, their brains? Or how would you go about that, the, the whole networking situation? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, it, it's a good question. I think for me, first off, I would start and see if I know anyone there. In my LinkedIn, I already connected to someone that works there. Um, I wouldn't hit up as many people as I can. That's a little overwhelming. Um, but I would try and pick a couple people maybe a person or so that have the same role and go, Hey, I'm applying for this job. Um, we'd love to get a quick, you know, 15 minute call if you have time to, to learn a little more about it. Um, some people may not reply, but I, I had experience where I had four people from different companies be like, yeah, I'd love to. And what's really great is they're able to tell me the truth. Everyone's trying to sell something or, or a dream, but, but when you can have those conversations, they're able to be like, this is what's great about the company. This is what's not. You kind of weigh out, you know, if that works for you. Yeah. And for yeah. me, I, I did. And I picked the great company. Nice. Nice. And it, what are your goals? What, what are your short-term goals, your mid and, and your long-term? Where do you see yourself at? Great question. So I think for me, short-term goals, I want to obviously succeed um, in my position to get promoted within six months. Um, I would love to eventually manage a team. Um, I love I, you know, I, we hadn't talked about it, but I used to be a wrestling coach. I was a wrestler for a long time. I love helping people. Like I talked about earlier. And I think when you're a manager and you're able to train people, you're able to really invest time. And there's such a reward that when you've, you've really pushed someone to, to believe in themselves more than they do and you see them be successful, it's such a great, great feeling um, to, to see people thrive. Um, so I think, yeah, I'd love to manage people. Um, sometimes I think about starting another company with my dad, but uh, <laughs> but I'm staying determined on my goals for now. That's good. No, Hey, like you said, you got, you got to chase down your passion and it seems like you mm -hmm. got, you got in and, and now you're grinding it out. And then I, you know, I wish, I know we all wish you the best in, in everything Thank that you, you do. Uh, my last question is one, one question I always ask is uh, if you had a time machine and you were to go back when you were 18, 21 years old, mm looking at getting into a career, what mm -hmm. would you tell yourself? Great question. I think for me, the 18 year old Joey, 
I would have said, go to college, find an internship into sales or recruiting and invest time. I, I think I would have done that then. I, and this is, college is great. I encourage everyone, if, if you believe to go to college, do it, kill it, crush it, get that education. But there is something special about direct training into the field you want to get into. Like, you know, chasing uniform, what they do. I would have done that. Um, I think that would have catapulted me so far. Um, I, I feel really great where I'm at now, but if I could go back, that would be a catapult for sure. Um, I think I would have started that er earlier. <laughs> just uh, just getting training, you know, just getting that time in, like you Huge. said, getting experience because nothing, nothing experience is, is what I would call invaluable. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you can't put a price yeah. on experience and yeah, if I want to go put it on sports terms, because, you know, you guys know I'm a, I'm a sports head already, a football player, quarterback with 17 years experience. You can't buy that. You can't buy 17 years experience. He has seen things that, you know, someone who hasn't seen things. So you got to look oh, yeah. at it. experience. It's so valuable. And, mm -hmm. and, and I appreciate your answer. We're going to turn it into the, the questions here. I have one from Jackson. Go ahead, Jackson. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carlos. Joey, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. It's an absolute pleasure to learn about your journey and, and, the, and the things you've done within it. And so my question is, um, within, within those days that you've gotten continuous nose, those incredibly tough days, even within your sales and your recruitment opportunities, um, I think you were talking a little bit about the strategy of getting through those days. And I think for, for some people, um, a lot of people <laughs> uh, going through an entire day of no's. Um, it's really tough to, to have positivity going through that and hearing about your, your perspective and, and strategically working through that. It's absolutely incredible. So how do you, so my question is, what are some of the things that you do to maintain that um, positivity within those days? Is it, is it mindfulness? Is it meditation? Like what are those practices? Great, great question. I actually, um, Every day before work, I touched on a little bit. I ground myself. Uh, there is some meditation. I kind of think through, man, what has happened the day before, um, and how can I leave whatever whatever's happened the other days that's been hard. How can I let that go and start fresh? I think meditation is really really huge, and just having a great team around, um, having having people that you can talk to. Man, man today's been a hard day. Um, X, Y, and Z happened. Oh, you know, and having someone build the hate. You know, it's gonna get better. You got this. Um, hey, I know you struggled on X, Y, and Z. I, if you can't do it this way, I, I think having a team and really grounding and knowing yourself will, will help you through those hard times. Uh, does that make nice. sense? Nice. Awesome. No, it does. It does. Just really gr Perfect. grounding yourself and really um, surrounding yourself with, uh, with good people to work through those tough things. For sure. Thank you so much. It's very helpful. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. Awesome. Thank you, Joey. Well, I look, I'm looking at the time and I, I guess we have time for a couple more. If anyone wants to uh, ask, I feel like I've asked all my questions and I really appreciate your time, Joseph, for, for taking the time to answer my questions. I hope it wasn't too much. Um, but honestly, Hey, these last 30 seconds, a minute, take the time to like, let us know, uh, any projects that you're working on, how to find you, uh, if we want to like, you know, uh, reach out to you. Uh, yeah, just give out any shout outs that you want. 
Yeah, so uh, on LinkedIn, I'm Joey Lopez. I'm at LiveRamp. I'm the only one there. So feel free, please connect with me. Uh, I love helping you guys out and, and I love connecting you. So um, I guess also I could put my email on here uh, when it goes. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. We'd love to help you guys out, connect you however I can. Oh, I appreciate that. So that's once again, LinkedIn, connect with them. And yeah, well, we, we wish you the best of luck in everything that you do, Joy. I will send you a connect myself. I hope we can connect here in the future. Um, thank you so much for talking with us and you have a great Thursday and a great weekend. Thanks guys. You take care. Hey, take care. Thank you for your time, Joseph.